You know, like when they were making a stadium in Vegas for the Raiders, they were like, hey, what's the worst idea we could possibly have for a stadium in a desert town where it gets 116 degrees sometimes? Hey, let's just make a big, shiny black object, you know, that looks like a Roomba or a Zumba or whatever, a coffin. It honestly, it looks like a coffin. I feel like the Raiders play in a coffin. And I think that, you know, the Raiders used to have this uh, reputation back in the old days is like the bruiser team. And so a coffin makes sense. They're like, ah, oh, we're the Raiders and we've got a coffin. But it's not like that anymore. Now you got a bunch of like, you know, it's it's like the people that have Harley Davidsons now, you know, like they used to be a Harley Davidson was like, ah, oh, the Harley Davidson, I'm going to gay. Now there's a lot of Harley Davidson people that are just like, you know, upper middle class, lower upper class, middle, uh, lower upper class. You know, and the football thing is like that now because you have to spend a lot of money to go. You can't park there. They made the Raiders Stadium so that you um, can't park there. Now, you're like, if you don't live in Vegas, you're like, that can't be true. There's got to be a parking lot. No, there's not. You know what you do if you go to the Raiders Stadium is you have to drive, if you're local, you drive and you park at one of the hotels or something, and then you get in a shuttle. And this is all a big scam so that you spend money at the hotels. So the whole reason we have the Raiders is so that you have to park at like one of the hotel casinos and then give all your money there and then get in a shuttle and go take the shuttle to the uh, football stadium and then watch our, you know, subpar team lose and then get shuttled back when you're super drunk to whatever hotel where you then give the hotel more money. This is how Vegas works. And I don't have a problem with this because if you come to Vegas, you have to expect to be scammed. <laughs> if you come to Vegas, you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to Vegas. Uh, you know, and then your friend's like, uh, what are you going to do in Vegas? And then you're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to uh, do some charity work. I'm going to do some charity work and I'm going to do some good deeds for the world. I want to be like a Mother Teresa in Vegas. And then your friend's like, uh, you're dumb. You're dumb because the whole reason you go to Vegas is, you know, you want to like gamble your life away, go to some whores, sex workers. You want to go to some sex workers, strip clubs. You want to go to Crazy Horse 3. You want to go to like uh, the Rhino and um, the other ones. You want to go to Spring Mountain and get uh, hand jobs. Uh, you want to, um, you know, do a bunch of drugs and booze and, you know, maybe almost die. That's basically what, you know, Vegas, the thing about, I love about Vegas is I love a good tourist town. I love a good tourist town. I love living in a tourist town because everybody walks around like this, <laughs> like wide eyed, you know, like if you're like in Oklahoma, you're like walking around, you're like, ah, oh, you're looking at the ground. You're always looking at the ground going like, ah, this ground has a crack in it, you know? But when you're in Vegas, you're just like, ah, oh, I'm not at work. I'm not surrounded by idiots. I can fuck sex workers. My wife will never know. My husband will never know. I'm going to go to this nightclub and do a bunch of, I'm going to roll on some Molly and, you know, I'm going to have sex in the bathrooms and uh, cars and uh, rooms and I'm going to do drugs and have sex pretty much anywhere I can. You know, that's what Vegas is for and I'm all for that that's the whole thing I love about Vegas and one of the things I don't like about the new sports teams coming to Vegas like the Golden Knights the hockey team the um, the Raiders football team is that we have a lot more families now and so if you decide that you want to raise your kids in Las Vegas like you move here to raise your kids that's a fucked up decision I know people in town that were born here or raised here and then they have kids and they're like well what am I gonna do I'm already living here but at least I know how to raise my kids around 
the, you know, the sort of adult Disneyland that we are. But um, in reality, you know, we have gambling. I mean, I very frequently will be on the strip at like one in the morning on a Thursday night or a Tuesday night. And I will see these tourists and they're pushing around strollers with like babies and three year olds. And then they got their kids and you're like, so you've decided to bring your kids to Las Vegas and walk up and down this dirty, grimy, hot, smelly, sweaty ass motherfucking sidewalk at three fucking o'clock in the morning. You know, like what kind of, <laughs> what kind of parent does that, you know, and I'm not coming from some sort of, you know, conservative space. I'm a pretty lefty hedonist guy, you know, I just, I'm into consensual adult stuff. So the reason that I don't like all these kids in town is because I want Vegas to be an adult Disneyland. That's what Vegas is best at. And then we brought these fucking sports teams here. And now we got like these moms and dads that are like, Hey, let's take a little Jimmy, uh, you know, on the strip, you know, we're going to go to maybe, you know, do some gambling with our three-year-old and we're going to walk up and down the strip. I saw this motherfucker. Oh my God. In a, he had a shopping cart. This is a true story. This year I was leaving the pepper mill. If you are local, you know where the pepper mill is. It's on the strip. So I was driving out of the pepper mill and I had a lever in the seat with me. And then we get to this red light and we're going to turn right. And this, I swear to God, it's one in the morning or something. And this motherfucking guy crosses the um, crosswalk and he's got a shopping cart and inside the shopping cart is a kid so he's pushing like a six-year-old or a four i don't know kids ages I, I don't know anything about kids so he's pushing like this little kid in a shopping cart all down the strip and i was like what the fuck is this dipshit's problem you know like how do you make that choice as a parent now then if it weren't bad enough that we got the golden knights which you know rah rah golden knights and then it wasn't bad that we got the raiders yay raiders whatever then we now have this F1 race. Now, the F1 race is Formula One. It's these, you know, cool looking cars and they go zipping around, you know. And normally you think about like F1 races like in Monaco, you know, uh, someplace in some other country because that's not like typically a popular sport in America. But these dumb shits in Vegas that run Vegas, you know, they were like, hey, you know what we should do? We should get an F1 race here. Yeah. You know what? That'll be great. You know, and so for the last like six months, it seems like I could be wrong, but it seems like six months. Some friends of mine tell me it's even longer. They've been destroying. So the city has been or the county, I guess they've been destroying uh, or the department of whoever it is. They're destroying the fucking roads. They're destroying the roads of Vegas. So like in the summertime, I said to this uh, lover of mine, I said, meet me at uh, the Paris Hotel. It took both of us an hour to get there because all the roads were completely fucking destroyed. And then all of the tourists are like, why does Vegas look like garbage? And it's because the roads are all ripped up and the roads are ripped up and it smells like, you know, tar and shit. And then you get these big monstrous machines that are ripping up the roads and putting down I don't know what they're doing I don't I have no idea what they were doing but they were making the city ready for this stupid fucking F1 race that every goddamn local hates <laughs> I mean maybe there's a local that's happy about it I have not met them everywhere I go in town everybody's like can you believe this F1 shit they should throw every fucking political person out of the fucking office for letting this happen 
whoever's idea, whoever had the idea, like, yeah, let's have an F1 race in Las Vegas. That person's a fucking dumb shit. For years, you know, I said, if you want, like, international tourists, if you want more international tourists, you know, why don't you get one of those um, sports like cricket or something? Because cricket's, like, huge, like, in India and England and shit. Like, have a, you know, we now have, like, this stupid fucking uh radio stadium radio stadium that looks like a coffin you know it looks like a coffin that's you know a Roomba <laughs> it's a Roomba coffin and why not put cricket in there that's that makes sense you know you know what doesn't make sense destroying the entirety of Las Vegas for months and months and months so you can have these fucking fast cars go zip 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 for a few days or whatever they've destroyed the town then you're like oh well, it's probably more popular than you're saying Doug no, no, no. I just saw a headline this morning and it was like uh, F1 tickets have dropped in half price and they can't get rid of them. Nobody wants to fucking go. I have friends that are going, but you know why? They're going because they have friends coming to town to work the race. So they're like, oh, my friend such and such is in town, but they're here to, you know, to, do, to work the race. I guarantee you they're not going to be happy. That's going to be super loud, super smelly. It's fucking cold. F1 people were like, oh, we didn't know it was going to be cold in Las Vegas. No shit, dipshit. <laughs> it's fucking November. <laughs> it's like 50 degrees at night. It's fucking cold here at night. So anyway, um, I think about the worst things that ever happened in Vegas. Number one would be that Mandalay Massacre. So we had this Mandalay Massacre in 2017 or something. And then some fucking asshole got a bunch of guns and like shot 500 fucking people. And then you know what the powers that be did after that? Jack shit. Do we have any like, uh, uh, you know... Um, you know, metal detectors when you walk into hotels or anything? Nope, we don't. You know, like I've gone to the Smiths and other um, uh, grocery stores since the Mandalay Massacre and seen people walking around with like guns on their belts. Like the response to the Mandalay Massacre has been like zero, zero. Like nobody gives a fuck. And you're like, ah, oh, you know, but guns, 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 you know, guns. Some people are like, oh, guns are the answer. Uh-huh. Yeah, right, right, right. So this week there was a, I saw this other headline rather today, and it said some crazy uh, dad went and shot at a bunch of middle schoolers with a gun. And then it's not, and then uh, there was another story I read today where some bachelor, someone was here for a bachelorette party or something, and she's in a hotel room, and some guy came in and shot into her pillow. And you're like, ah, oh, guns are the answer. Okay, look, I'm not trying to go on some sort of anti-Second Amendment thing here or anything. I'm just saying, like, you know, um, does this sound like you want to come to Vegas where you might get shot? <laughs> no. No, nobody's doing anything about it. And, uh, and you know, let me say this. it Nobody cares. Like, our population has gone up to 3 million. So, like, the Mandalay Massacre didn't dissuade anyone from moving here. We're still getting all these people coming here. And we have these, you know, we've had these machine gun ranges and shit in town. Uh, and then people are walking around with guns on their belts. And it's like the Old West, you know. Um, and it's not great. You know what would have made Vegas better is if we had uh, weed um, cafes. So... We have legalized weed here. You can get high all day long. And, you know, a lot of the problems that we have in town is they're caused by people that are all drunk. So people get all super drunk and on, you know, speed and coke and whatever. And then they start going crazy on people. And it seems to me that, like, uh, if people were high instead, then they would just be a little more mellow, like in Amsterdam. But the thing is, is that 
uh, our powers that be decided a long time ago. They're like, no, we're not going to let anybody smoke publicly or have weed cafes. You can have weed, but you can really only smoke it at home. Now, let me tell you what's happened as a result of this. What has happened as a result of this is every fucking person who works on the strip, they're all on edibles. So, you know, <laughs> or they're vaping weed. Because if you're vaping weed on, like, a casino floor, you know how many times I've seen, like, people, like, a security go up to, like, a tourist or a local in a casino and be like, hey, you know what, you can't vape. Is that weed or is that um, tobacco in that vape? They never ask that. They never ask that. So people are, like, vaping weed and then they're eating weed but you can't smoke it and so but now the thing is is like if you walk up and down the strip not right now because now the strip is literally closed because of f1 i'm not kidding you i saw this headline that said today that said the strip is currently closed because of this fucking race that nobody wants to go to and that has ruined the city temporarily not forever so anyway so normally when you're walking up and down the strip you can smell weed you can smell people smoking weed and I haven't seen anybody arrested. I'm, I'm sure that sometimes I'm, I don't, I don't have no idea. I mean, a pot is legalized, but you're not supposed to be smoking it publicly. I don't know how that shakes out. Um, but I think that personally, I think that anywhere you can get alcohol, you should be able to get weed. Like if you go to a bar and you can get alcohol, you should be able to get weed. Like it's as legal as alcohol. It's as legal as cigarettes, as gambling. Anywhere you can do anything legal, you should also be able to smoke weed. And if that made the whole strip just some big pot haze, man, so be it. You know, because what is the... You could be like, things are going to get worse. How can they get worse than the fucking strip being shut down for a dumb fucking race and people shooting into pillows and taking guns into fucking hotels and taking guns to the fucking grocery store? You know, like every single time I go to like the House of Blues or the Hard Rock or the Virgin, it's called now. Anytime I go to like a show anywhere in town, the very or a movie, anytime I go anywhere in town, the first thing I do is I go, where's the exit sign? Where's the exit sign in case some lunatic comes in with a gun? This year, I went to a Rocky Horror Picture Show thing and it was off the strip. Now, I love Rocky Horror and it was phenomenal. However, um, I was just like okay there's a lot of people here someone could have a gun under their thing and then I went to this uh, movie recently with some friends of mine this top talk uh, stop talking sense uh, re-release of the talking heads movie and there weren't a lot of people in there but then I went to go pee so I get up during the movie and I went and I was walking toward the theater um, you know the actual theater door so I could go to the bathroom and then these two guys walk in and they have these long trench coats and I was like, fuck, they're going to have long guns under those fucking coats. And they might because, uh, you know, there's no whatever. So the thing is, is I thought, and then they got closer to me and I thought, they're dressed up, not like uh, Columbine killers. They're dressed up like David Byrne from the Talking Heads movie from the 80s. They're Because he used to wear these big, giant coats. And so they were wearing giant coats like David Byrne. And then I might, and then I got a little less crazed. And then I went to go pee, and I'm peeing at a urinal. And then the movie uh, bathroom was giant, and so I was in there, and I was looking around, and I felt like I was in The Shining, you know? <laughs> no, here's the thing: I'm not like a paranoid person, you know? I'm just not. But I am with guns now because people are getting bullets shot into their pillows, and they're 
getting shot. People are shooting at middle schoolers and, you know, you go to the grocery store and there's guns everywhere. And it's just like, you know, when I was a kid, I wasn't into John Wayne movies. I've never been into Westerns. I don't like them. I liked the second Kill Bill, which is kind of a Western. I liked uh, Good, Bad and the Ugly, you know, but guess what happens in those movies? People get shot and killed. And then guess what happens in the Western of Las Vegas? People are getting shot and killed because nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. The powers that be after the Mandalay Massacre, they were like, we don't care. You know, guns, guns, guns. Let's have more guns. And then the people that didn't live here were like, oh my God, they have sports teams now. They have murders, but who cares? I can go see a fucking hockey game and I can go see a fucking football game. And now that's the culture of Las Vegas. Now, the thing is, is that anybody that lives here knows that um, the worst kind of Las Vegas local is the kind of local that says, oh, you know, the good old days were better than now. (laughs) And so I don't want to be that person. You know, like I don't want to be that person. And I still think that Vegas is the best city in America, and I think it's a contender for best city in the world. I don't want you to move here because uh, it's already got we've already got three million people in a city that was built for two million, basically. So it's kind of like um, I lived in Atlanta once, and Atlanta. Ha- I used to say of Atlanta, like it was, Atlanta was a city of four million people uh, living in a space that was designed for a hundred thousand people. So anytime I drove my Miata to work, you know, it should have been like a seven minute drive, but it was 30 minutes. So I started riding my bicycle to work and it took the exact amount of same amount of time, 30 minutes. And I counted, there were like 29, I think there were 29 red lights to go just a like a couple of miles. And then Vegas is kind of definitely like that on the strip now. It's not quite as bad as Atlanta, but I mean, what is? And then, um, so I'm just saying, like, if you want to move here, I want you to think, do you have a middle schooler who's going to get shot at by some angry dad? Are you going to go to the strip and possibly get someone shooting into your pillow? If you can get anywhere because the streets are completely ruined by F1 and all the locals are super pissed off because of F1 and because a lot of people have to work three jobs to pay their rent. I went to Burger King yesterday and a super nice guy. I got this impossible Whopper and then I go, how's your day? And the guy's like, oh, I'm having a pretty good day, but I got here at like, you know, nine in the morning and I'm working here till like 7 PM. And then I got to go to this other job and I work two jobs and, you know, I'm a manager, I'm an assistant manager at some other place and I, you know, sell Whoppers here. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of work. And he's like, well, I got a kid. And I was like, but the thing is that, you know, I was expecting him to say he had a third job. Because there's a lot of people in Vegas that have to have three jobs to pay the fucking rent and pay the bills around here. So I've always said about Vegas, one of the things, two of the things about Vegas that no one ever says is that one, we have the nicest people and two, we have the hardest workers. And I still think that's true. I think I know some locals who are like, I just don't think that people are as nice as they used to be. And I know where they're coming from. They're coming from the fact that they're, you know, dealing with a certain kind of tourists or maybe certain kind of locals or something that have moved here. I'm not quite sure. I try not to get too sociological about things like this. I can only really talk about my own personal experience. Everywhere I go in Las Vegas, I'm like, how's your day? And everybody's always fucking nice. Everybody's always goddamn nice. This is the nicest fucking city. I used to live in the South. People are like, oh, the people in the South are so nice. Man, when I lived in the South, people were like, um, how you doing? You're not from around here, are you? You're going to hell because you don't belong in my church. You know, that was my experience in the South every fucking day, it seemed like. So that's not my experience of the South. Here in Vegas, you, you nobody ever tells me I'm going to hell. <laughs> I love that. 
I love that. And I think that, you know, I never think I'm going to leave. I, if I ever get, leave this town, it's only going to be to go move to Amsterdam where they have uh, just uh, Amsterdam is the Las Vegas of Europe. So it's very similar. I love tourist towns. I was partly raised in New Orleans in the French Quarter. So I am a very, obviously, you can tell that I'm a very gregarious extrovert. And so that's why I flourish in tourist towns, because tourist towns are made for gregarious extroverts like me, who can go up to people and be like, how's your day? You know, and um, so sometimes I think, oh, maybe I'll move to Amsterdam. I got a buddy who's always like, ah, oh, Doug, you're crazy. still living in uh, America. He used to live here in Vegas. And he's like, he lives in Bangkok now, in Thailand. And he's like, let me tell you about my life in Bangkok. And uh, he tells me about his life regularly. And it sounds like the greatest place in the world. You know, they should hire him to do their PR in Bangkok. And so sometimes I think like, well, I need to at least travel to Bangkok and see if it's better than Vegas for me. Amsterdam is better in some ways, uh, but not in all ways. It's smaller and it's cold as fuck. But the people are incredible and very friendly. And you can speak English. There. Everybody speaks English there. I've talked to people from Amsterdam. I had an, uh, a lover from uh, Holland, Netherlands. Objectively, she was the, you know, the greatest human being I've ever met. <laughs> it just didn't work out for some stupid reason. I don't know. Anyway, she was amazing. And she was from the Netherlands, but also Australia. And Australia is the other place where people, I've always loved Australian people. Anyway, for now, I'm here in Las Vegas, and I don't plan on going anywhere because I just love it here. I love it. All this stuff I've been complaining about Vegas, it's only becomes out of love, you know? Like, I'm only complaining about Vegas in the way that I complain about myself. Like, I love myself unconditionally, but I still go like, I need to lose a couple of pounds, and uh, I need to regrow some hair, and I need to maybe make my beard a little less white, and I need to buy better clothes, and I need to do some more cardio. I need to eat a fewer nachos, and uh, so when I complain about myself to myself, or I'm complaining to, about myself now to you, um, you know, this, when I complain about Vegas, it's for the same thing. It's not because I think Vegas sucks. It's not because I think Vegas is bad. I still think Vegas is the best fucking place I've ever been, by far. And I have lived all over the country, and I've traveled the world, and, I mean, they should literally hire me to do the PR for Vegas. Even though I'm sitting here saying that v v uh, F1 sucks and the football stadium is a coffin and the Golden Knights, whatever. You know? <laughs> you know, like, they should hire me to be the PR person for this town. Because I'm the best at it. I love this goddamn town. It's just, the, it's so incredible. I mean, even when I'm bitching about the guy being in that shopping cart with his kid... Even then, I'm like, you know what we have? Let me tell you this hilarious story about this stupid fucking guy who had his kid in a shopping cart. Like, so <laughs> so the reason I was glad the guy is a bad dad is because it gave me a good story. I used to have this uh, friend of me who used to say, like, oh, you know, Doug, like, the whole purpose of life is to accumulate good uh, stories and to tell good stories. And, um, you know, the guy pushing around his kid in a shopping cart is not the best story in the world, but I mean, it is a story. It's definitely better than like, like if I lived in like Oklahoma city, I would not be telling you that story. I'd be saying like, Hey, uh, did you see the game on Sunday? Uh, 
Did you know that they've got a two for one special on, uh, I don't know, boots, you know? <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how people talk in Oklahoma. I've had some really good friends from Oklahoma, by the way. So, you know, I'm not trying to hate on Oklahoma. It's just easy. It's just easy. <laughs> anyway, so that's my uh, bullshit about to Vegas. I love Las Vegas so much. I just love it here. It's really the best. And if you come to Vegas, you know, you should definitely go to the... Here's my recommendations. Here are my recommendations. Go to the Red Rooster. That's the swinger place. Green Door is a swinger place. There's a place with a pool during the warm months where you can go do swinger stuff. Then we've got like the Crazy Horse 3 strip club and the Spearmint Rhino strip club and the, um, some, you know, the some other strip clubs. And then if you can go get uh, hand jobs out on the Spring Mountain. <laughs> These are my official recommendations. I don't have any recommendations for restaurants or... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I have lots and lots of recommendations for G-rated stuff with food and shows but i'll save that for some other day i'm just kind of being silly today i'm being silly you know so all right enough goodbye i love you haha -ha, dick <laughs>